building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Today, we are talking about screwing up, mistakes. Actually, in preparing for this podcast and thinking about what I wanted to talk about today, I searched for the word mistake in all of the outlines that I create for episodes. So I've created 121 outlines for 121 episodes. A lot of work goes into prepping for this podcast, y'all. And apparently it's a common theme because it appears 26 times over those 121 episodes. But I guess it's probably actually more now because I had not written this when I searched and I'm getting off track already. So I've been thinking a lot about this topic lately. I think that how you recover from mistakes can like make or break you and for a long period of time. If you were anything like me, you might beat yourself up and have extremely high expectations for yourself and you might make yourself feel bad when things get screwed up. I feel like the only way to recover better and faster from mistakes is to make them and you make them over and over again and then you learn from them. So today I figured I would share some stories of all of the mistakes that I've made while growing a company and a personal brand. And I hope this is entertaining for you. And I hope that you walk away understanding that you absolutely are not alone. And pretty much anyone you meet or anyone you see screws up probably all the time. So my business-related mistake stories, I don't even want to get into... (laughs) personal mistakes because I've made plenty of those too. One, I would say one of the things that I did when I started was undervaluing my company's services by pricing them way too low. Like way, way too low. I remember when I was starting, I was like, oh, I wonder if I could get $50 for an hour of my time. And I didn't really realize that I was building an agency and some of our first clients are still with us right now. Well, one specifically has been with us for seven years and I've had to like ratchet up their pricing every single year from $50 to something that can actually sustain the staff and the resources that an agency needs. And I just undervalued myself so much because my confidence was so low. So if you are getting started and thinking about how to price, definitely like do your research, talk to people and make sure that you're pricing competitively and you're actually asking for what you want. Another thing that I did that was a huge mistake is I did not get an outside perspective on my marketing message. And specifically, this applies to when we started publishing pricing. We published our pricing page and those packages were teeny tiny, way too low too. And I went about trying to sell them. I was all excited. Like, yeah, we're progressive. We're publishing our pricing. And like nine or 10 months later, we had barely sold anything. And one of my friends looked at the pricing page and he was like, 
well, these packages don't hardly even look different. Like, what do you even get that's different for spending more money? And I was like, wow, I probably should have had someone look at this to make sure it was differentiated. That was one of the many problems with that first pricing system that I put out. But that was a huge mistake. And it cost me like nearly a year of revenue and clients. Well, it's part of what cost me that year. (laughs) Uh, I won't get into it. Another thing that I did was I did not put in the effort to learn how to be a really good boss before I started hiring employees. I had managed employees at the company I was working at before I started the agency. And I was like, eh, I know enough about what I'm doing. But man, being a good boss is a very complex and involved skill to learn. It's not something that you just show up one day and you're like, I'll figure it out, which is often how how I approach things. You have to really like do the work and put in the effort to figure out how to be a good boss and how to be a good leader and how to be someone that other people actually want to work for. Because I will tell you for many years, I was not even like 1% of the leader that I have become today. And I know that I still have a lot of work to do. Another mistake that I made was hiring too fast. And with that, hiring too junior for the role and thinking that I could train everyone. I think when you are charging for expertise, you have to have the expertise. I mean, that's pretty that's pretty obvious to me now. But a company that I had worked for prior was like a full business of entry-level employees, and they were just like churning them out you know, trying to train everyone. Well, you have to have a really solid hiring process for that, which I didn't. You have to have a really solid training process for that, which I didn't. I mean, we survived those years and some of those team members are still with me. (laughs) And I'm so thankful that they have come with me on this ride. But I think that it's really important to have a deep and thorough understanding of what you need on your team and hiring accordingly. And that doesn't mean hiring traditionally, but it does mean making sure that you're being very careful and very specific about who you're hiring. Because when you're growing a company, one bad hire can truly change the entire environment. With the hiring topic is, I guess, the firing topic, which is I have made a lot of mistakes of firing too slow or not firing people at all. I remember I was once going to let a woman go many years ago and I pulled up to the office in the car and I called my business coach from outside and I was like, I can't do this. And then I just drove away and didn't go to the meeting. My God, I just had no idea how to let people go. And frankly, often when it comes to the time where you have to let someone go, they feel it too. They're not happy either. They've probably been waiting for it or they're looking for another job. And when you drag it out, it hurts your company and it hurts them too. And I have learned that lesson over and over again because I'm a wuss about firing people because I care so much about every person that works on my team. And I absolutely don't ever want to you know, like disrupt someone's life or make them suffer simply because it is not a fit. And a lot of times that's on you as a leader that you haven't appropriately trained or managed expectations or communicated feedback. And I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. 
Another big mistake that I made was letting toxicity fester without seeking out the source. I think you can tell when there are not good things happening in your company environment and you have to seek it out and nip it. You can't just let it go on because then it affects way more people. Next is caring too much about what other people think. I still suffer from this. I I swear, even if I get like a negative comment on LinkedIn, I'm like, oh, wow, this person doesn't like me. I was talking to our outsourced HR person the other day and I was like, I don't know why I feel this need for everyone to like me. It's so silly. And she was like, oh, is that why you became an entrepreneur? Touche. You don't become an entrepreneur because everyone likes you. And frankly, I'm way too opinionated to be liked by everyone. So it's something that I need to get over. Another thing that I did was I backed out of client work in my company too fast. I was so focused on building a business that could thrive without me that I tried to make it thrive without me when it wasn't ready yet. So that's something to think about. Okay, I have two more on this list, and then I'm going to tell you a little bit about how to, and we're definitely going to go over 10, 10 minutes, but it's an important topic. Second to last is I took risks and I spent money when there really was not money to spend. I definitely did not have a really solid grasp on my company's financials early on. And I took risks like hiring this outsourced sales company and spending 40 grand. And we got like one $2,500 contract out of it. It didn't go at all the way that I thought it was going to. It was a six month contract. We had three account managers. We had to train people over and over again. And the worst part is the owner of the company did not really seem to care you know, that we were just like tossing money down the drain. And that hurt. It hurt my pocketbook. I guess I don't really have a pocketbook, but it hurt our budget. And, you know, I could have tried to hire a full-time BDR for that amount of money, but I didn't know how to hire and train that person. Okay. Last, but most certainly not least, something that I'm still learning today is a mistake of taking clients that aren't a good fit because we needed the cash. I think this is something that every single founder of a services company goes through is when you need money, you need money, right? And it's like, okay, well, we take this client or I can't pay my employees. And I have always leaned toward paying my employees, even when I couldn't pay myself or even when I had to put my own money into the company. But man, sometimes it is more worthwhile to just say like, hey, you know, we're financially strapped and I really don't want to take this client. I don't think it's going to end well because bad clients can disrupt so much within your company. Um, They can, I mean, hurt people's feelings. They talk to people poorly and they've even made employees of mine quit, which is not an experience that I ever want an employee to have. All right. So getting over your mistakes or bouncing back I have just a handful of little tidbits on how you can start trying to bounce back faster. First, you have to be honest. Admitting that you screwed up is a very important first step that I feel like no one wants to take because we want everyone to think that we are perfect. I talked about this in my weekly letter a few weeks ago. Uh, Link in the show notes if you want to sign up because it's freaking awesome. You should check it out. Number two is try to fix it. I feel like some people make mistakes and they're like, oh, well, what's done is done. And it's like, no, you have to try to do what you can to fix the situation. And with that is number three, you have to apologize and you have to mean it. You can't just be like, oh, sorry, you know, I screwed up. I think some people are so 
uncomfortable when they make mistakes that they can't sincerely apologize because they're so far out of their comfort zone. So God, I mean, I apologize to my kids whenever I overreact or whenever I do something that I shouldn't. I feel like anytime you have an interaction with someone where you could have done better, it's certainly worthwhile to apologize and show them how much you care and how much they matter. And it helps your relationship too. Fourth is learning from the mistake. It's not a mistake when you make it over and over and over again. At that point, it becomes a habit or it becomes a pattern. So you have to figure out how to do better next time. I've said it before that creating content and doing things like this, where I review the mistakes that I've made, it helps me. It helps me do all of this. It helps me be honest. It helps me figure out how to fix it. It helps me learn to do better next time. And I, tr- I really try try not to make the same mistakes over and over again because I really believe that if if it's a mistake that you don't want to make, it is in your power to fix it in the future. And lastly is letting it go. It is so important to figure out how to forgive yourself and how to not beat yourself up for being a human and making a mistake. We are all human and everyone screws up. You have to let it go when you make mistakes and you have to learn to let it go and forgive others when they make mistakes too, because it's going to happen your entire life that people around you screw up. And the more honest and straightforward and kind and empathetic you can be through the process, the better. All right. Well, apparently I had a lot to say today because... I went way over time, but I hope it was worthwhile. I hope you learned something. I hope you got a laugh or two at my expense. And I hope the next time you make a mistake, you have a couple tools to to fix it and to do better. If you got value out of this episode, please share it. Share it with one person. Share it on social media. I am not monetizing this podcast in any way. I value your time, so I'm not packing it full of ads. I'm being really, really careful and specific about who I bring on to the podcast, and I want to make sure that you get value out of it. So if you do get value, share it with just one person. Help me bring one new listener to the art of entrepreneurship. And thank you. I will talk to you next time. 